Good morning or good day. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We worship and bless God again for another wonderful time in His presence. This morning we are concluding the story of Ruth. We started yesterday from that verse, Ruth 1 verse 16, encouraging us that we should continue to be loyal to God and be faithful. There is no labor in the Lord that goes in vain. God will surely reward us for every labor. We are seeing the latter end of Ruth today as we are reading Ruth chapter 4 verses 13 to 17. Ruth chapter 4 verses 13 to 17. So Boaz took Ruth and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which had not left thee this day without a king's man, that his name may be famous in Israel. And it shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life, and a nourisher of thy oil, for thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, are born him. And Naomi took the child, and laid it in her bosom, and became nurse unto it. And the women her neighbors gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they call his name Obed, and he is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Blessed be the Lord, we shall not leave thee this day without a king's man. I pray for you, my Yara, this morning. The Lord will not abandon you, the Lord will not leave you. In whatever you are going through, in whatever challenges of life you are going through, God will not abandon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Only be thou faithful. Be committed, be loyal. As we have been told yesterday, God rewards loyalty. Maintain your integrity. In whatever you are going through, maintain your integrity. God's presence is still there as he was with Ruth and Naomi. As to that story, it started with a bad woman. Elimelech was married to Naomi. They have two sons. Because of famine, they need to travel. They left their country and moved to another country, the Moabite country. Getting there, the two sons married. Unfortunately, Elimelech, the father, died. And within a short time, the two sons also died. So Naomi had no choice but to come back to Israel, for he had that things have been good. The family was no longer there. So returning back, he had to persuade the two daughters-in-law to go back or stay in their country so that the shame and the reproach will be our own alone. As we have heard yesterday, Ruth insisted, Entreat me not to leave thee. I have made up my mind. I'm not returning. I'm not returning from falling after thee. Whither thou goest, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people. My God will be your God. Where you die, that's where I will die. Those are commitments. Even it's only death that will do us well. These are things we need in marriage nowadays. People say it with the mouth, but they are not committed. They are not loyal to the end. Loyalty is required. 
how many marriage vows have been broken because people are not committed to what they really mean. He said, There will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And also, if for death part me and thee. As a woman making that commitment. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, she left speaking unto her. Steadfastly minded. As I said yesterday, we need it in church. We need it at home. We need it among family members. And places of work, every director of company, one workers that are steadfastly minded to stay with them. But as the story continues, they came back. Naomi was seen as emptiness. God was seen truthfulness. Naomi was seen bitterness. God was seen joyfulness and gladness and sweetness. Man, God does not look as a man. Okay. Man looks at the outward appearance. God is looking at the inward heart. So every story in life must start with something, either good or bad woman. Elimelech's story started with an account of famine. And in a bit to escape, there was no consult from God for direction. Often, it is not all that glitters that are good. He moved from the land where God's presence dwells to a strange country. Like Naomi, many believers may be faithful to God and get and yet experience great adversity in their lives. This does not mean that God has forsaken them or is punishing them. We must not consider that all adversity and hardship is a result of God's action or displeasure with us. For Satan and ordinary human experiences will at times inflict difficulty and trouble on us, irrespective of our dedication to the Lord. The adversity we are going through in life does not mean always that God has abandoned us or God is punishing us or because of one sin we have committed and we have confessed in the past. Sometimes, human experiences, human at times, attitude of human being could inflict, inflict difficulties and trouble on us. That's why that we are dedicated to God. It has happened, it has happened. They are now back into their country. Whatever has happened to you, you don't need to fold down. Ruth had to encourage herself in Ruth chapter 2, verse 2. And Ruth, the Moabite, said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field. And glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And he said unto her, Go, my daughter. We need to go to the field. Many people need to go to the field. That you are falling once or twice or try three times does not mean you should fold your hand. You need to go to the field. Don't be lazy. Wake up. Do something. Whatever has happened in the past that is not suitable to you, that is look like all part of life, you don't have to fold your hand. You need to go to the field. Find something to do. She had to pick up the leftover grain. That's the business she doing. Went to the, according to the law of Moses, whenever anybody plants a, fa a farm, when you are doing the harvest, you must not harvest or you should leave little left over because of the poor and the needy people in the land. 
So, Ruth, encourage yourself. My brother, encourage yourself in the Lord. Sister, encourage you, you encourage yourself. You have done several interviews. It seems you are still not getting the job. Make up your mind. You will get it. Don't give up. Picking up the leftover grain is part of the law of Moses that permits Israel not to harvest all their crop at once. They have to leave behind some for the poor and the needy in the land. Nowadays, God wants those who have enough also to share with those in need. Ruth was not a lazy person, just as God did not want us to be lazy. Just as Abraham left his father and mother and kindred to a land, no mention. Thus, thus God began with him. So also was Ruth's journey. Ruth started in faith to look for greener pasture. After the arrival in Bethlehem, we later became the city of Jesus Christ our Lord. He met with our king's men. Boaz, God is still watching over those who sought him in sincere trust and committed faith. Ruth made up her mind to be loyal, to be committed. And God met our need. God will also meet your need in Jesus' name. Naomi began to understand that what she called herself was not what God called her. She saw bitterness. God was saying happiness. She saw emptiness because she came back empty. But God was saying fruitfulness and fulfillment because out of fruit will be the tribe from which Jesus will come. As a child of God, when going through trials, let's remain loyal to God, maintain our integrity, and hold on to His word. Tears may tarry tonight, but joy will come in the morning. The Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of it all. The Lord will deliver you out of all affliction in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Your tears are tarry tonight. You will still see the morning of joy, even while you are alive. I will say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledging the Lord God will direct your path. Don't be wise in your eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. Ruth feared the Lord. She departed from evil. And God helped her. That same God we help you too in the mighty name of Jesus, right? No, Naomi was now leaning on her understanding until Ruth met Boaz by divine providence. God who arranged Joseph to be imprisoned in a palace where palace offenders are kept so that you'll be able to get the palace preparation and get the palace connection is still at work to arrange it for Ruth to meet her benefactor. That same God is still the same today. Say, I am the Lord. I change not. If we arrange your own journey too, you will meet your benefactor in the mighty name of Jesus, right? Ruth's story is a fulfillment of many quotations of the word of, in the word of God. The Bible says, though the righteous man falleth seven times, he will still rise up. I can see you rising from whatever pit you are falling. You are rising this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, right? In Job chapter 8, verse 7, it's also a fulfillment of the, in the light of root. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Have that mentality. Whatever your beginning has been in the past, it may be rough, whatever it may be. 
Remember, your latter end should greatly increase. Let that be the picture you have in your mind. Let that be your vision. Let that be your dream that your latter end shall be glorious. Have it in mind. Believe God. Trust Him with all your heart. Believe Him that He has better plans for you. Micah chapter 7 verse 9. It's also a fulfillment of what God did in the life of Naomi and Ruth. And God will do the same for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Micah 7 verse 8. Micah 7 8. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Whatever falling state you are now, the Lord will bring you up. In the mighty name of Jesus, are you covered by darkness of this world? The Lord will be a light unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus, when Naomi and Ruth came back to Bethlehem, she did not even wait for people to give her name. She gave herself name. Call me Mara, bitterness. My brother, my sister, let that not be your portion. Believe God, trust Him. Let not the enemy rejoice over you because God had good plan for you. Job told us in his word, there is hope of a tree. Whatever you are going through in Job 14 verse 7, for it will be cut down that will sprout again and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof was all in the earth and the stalk thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will burn and bring forth both like a plant. That will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus, right? There is still hope for you. Even that bad dream you have, you can still pray and change it to better. God is on the truth. He cannot abandon you. He cannot leave you. In Isaiah 49, verse 15, God has is to say, as he did it for Ruth, he will do it for you too, in the mighty name of Jesus. Can a woman forget her suckling child, that she not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yeah, they may forget. Yeah, I will not forget you. God did not forget you. God will not forget you, in the mighty name of Jesus. There is hope in the story of Ruth. So, there is also hope in your own story. Keep on trusting God. Please be encouraged by this story of Ruth. Even if you have made one mistake in the past, maintain your integrity. Keep your commitment to God. Be loyal, be faithful. As long as you are alive, there is hope. As long as you are in Christ, there is hope. He who connects Ruth with a kinsman is still on the throne. Even if everyone writes you up, don't write yourself up. See a colorful and bright future. Your future is bright. Colorful and bright, I will get there. Colorful and bright, I will get there. My future is bright, I will get there. My future is bright. I will get your future is bright. You will get there in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you.